What'll it be, stranger? Gossip, rumors, panic in the streets. Chief, I found Parker. Where you been? Looking for you all morning. Why don't you pay your phone bill? Mad scientist goes berserk and we don't have pictures. I heard Spider-Man was there. Where were you? Photographing squirrels? You're fired. You're listening, You're listening to the Hollywood, to the Hollywood Saloon. Saloon. Could you pay me in advance? <laughs> Saloon shots, round 13. All right, Hollywood Reporter, dated January 11th, 2010. Spider-Man 4, scrapped, reboot planned. Columbia parts ways <laughs> with same Raimi, McGuire, dunced. All right. I mean, a week ago, it was Spider-Man 4 delayed... Yep. They were waiting on a new script from Alan Sargent, and Raimi wanted his Vulture plotline included, and Marvel was like, eh, we're not sure about Vulture, we want these villains. And uh, I know that they had hired several screenwriters from James Vanderbilt, who wrote Zodiac. I had heard he wrote a two-part film mm-hmm. um, that was going to become Spider-Man 5 and 6. Right if Raimi got his way with four. So it seemed like that was the direction it was going to go. It was going to be one more for Raimi, come back, save face, make a good film. Let's not kid ourselves. The last one is not a good film. And <laughs> then the series would get handed off to somebody else. Right. I never expected Raimi to do any more Spider-Man films other than the this apology one that he was working on. And you know what? The apology. Even he knew he wasn't going to get to make his apology film. All right. Well, here, let me read this to you. Uh, article by Boris Kitt. The studio is parting ways with director Sam Raimi and Spider-Man stars Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst and is taking the web slinger's alter ego, Peter Parker, back to high school. See, now that – I don't understand that. They could easily just make Spider-Man 4, put a different cast in there – Ten minutes into the movie, nobody's going to care because everyone has seen the first three Spider-Man movies. We have the origin story. We have the Aunt May. We have everything that we need of Mary Jane, and we've already done Green Goblin and Doc Ock, really, and Sandman. I mean, obviously, Venom can be redone at some point if they want to. So why do we need him back in high school? That's the least interesting phase, I think, of Peter Parker Unless they just really want to slow it down and do something very different with it. But I was looking forward to Peter as an adult wrestling with all of this, not going backwards. Right. Well, let me continue the, uh, the article here. The new movie, which will have a new director and cast, but will still be produced by Avi Arad and Laura Ziskin and Marvel Studios, is eyeing a summer 2012 release. It will use a script by James Vanderbilt and put the focus back on a teenager grappling with normal teen problems while also dealing with his superpowers. Now, do you think they'll go back to the James Cameron scriptment version that dealt with Electro, Sandman, and the Kingpin, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to, I haven't read it in a long time, but he had you know a different kind of you know variation and how he introduced several different characters. But I know he had Electro. Um, you know, which was a, a different villain, of course. But uh, are you telling me I'm about to get David Fincher's Spider-Man? <laughs> well, you know, it's all we're all going to see where it goes. I, I can't imagine that they didn't see the success of The Dark Knight. They didn't see 
well, there's a chance we could do Spider-Man Begins here. Of course, that drives me a little batshit crazy when I know that we've already seen it. There is no other origin story than Peter Parker was bit by a spider. That's the end of it. It's a really simple story, and it's been told. The only story to tell is the Gwen Stacy story that they neglected to do. Well, and, and give and give and give Peter the weight of that of that dilemma that he was faced at such a young age. They they did blow that, so there might be an argument. If you told me David Fincher was directing that particular story and that was going to be a reboot of Spider Man, I don't think I'd be too disappointed. Well, I don't know. To me, I just it, it's all going to depend on who they pick up to direct this. You know, if they decide yeah, it's to go, going to be key. But don't you think there's a lot of directors that would love to get onto Spider Man? Well, of course, absolutely. I mean, all of them. I mean, Spidey's the king, and the the question though is is are they going to face the same trap Raimi faced in terms of not getting to make the movie they want to make? I mean, we understand from Sony Columbia's perspective. They need a film out. They needed a film out in 2011. They're not going to have one come out later than 2012, okay? Since that's the end of the world anyway, they got to get this thing out. (laughs) They got, you know, corporate stockholders who want their cash. (laughs) So it makes sense from them. From a creative standpoint, it's what are the writers coming up with? That's why, you know, we've talked about this in the past. There should be a whole stable of screenplays. Right. I mean, they're really smart that they said, okay, fine. And they already have, what, James Vanderbilt's two script ready to go. And they have another one that somebody else wrote. So they need to have a lot of Spider-Man scripts available at any given time. They really need to plot this whole thing out because this is their most valuable asset. The two things that hit me strongly about this story are, number one, I cannot champion Sam Raimi enough for just saying, you know what, I'm out. It's over. I'm done. I'm tired of wrestling with this. I'm not going to do what we did last time. He stepped out of the ring. You know, he said, I'm not going to dive into this again. I Maybe he, he thought maybe if they handed the reins over to him, he could make the film he wanted to make. I think everyone would be happy about that. But the point is, is it like what, how they jacked him for Spider-Man 3 to be able to uh, bring in Venom? I think that they're probably trying to push for, again, that kind of thing. They want Mm -hmm. that kind of interference. They want the ability. This is a product to them, period. And they know that whatever movie they put out, it's going to make a gazillion dollars. Obviously, what Spider-Man 3 did. They proved it with the third one, yeah. But you know what? Now, in hindsight, it really would have been to their advantage to just let Raimi make his Sandman Vulture movie and call it Spider-Man 3. They should have just, you know, let them do it. They still had Spider-Man 4 to do for Venom anyway. It wasn't like they weren't going to do 4, 5, and 6 anyway. So this whole rush to to cram Venom into that movie was just a bad idea. Um, I would have much rather had Vulture crammed into Spider-Man 3 and then been done with that storyline so we could really explore the lizard (laughs) and maybe Venom for Spider-Man 4 and 5 as a two-combo movie. So, you know... I respect him, too, for walking because he realizes he's going to be walking probably into a situation where he's not going to make the best film that he knows he can. He learned his lesson from the last one. They gave him the opportunity. Then he obviously saw that this wasn't going to happen. And then then they just said, you know, let's just amicably part ways. Listen to this. This is very interesting to me. 
because it says Colombia and Ramey put on a unified front Monday when making the announcement that they were parting. A decade ago, we sat out on this journey with Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire, and together we made three Spider-Man films that set a new bar for the genre. Sony Pictures co-chairman Amy Pascal said, When we began, no one ever imagined that we would make history at the box office, and now we have a rare opportunity to make history once again with this franchise. What no one ever imagined. Who didn't imagine Spider-Man wasn't going to be a huge hit? <laughs> it was the biggest opening weekend ever. Yeah. Come on. Well, and it's just silly. <sighs> they just—it's like they—they're trumpeting their whole thing. The way out of this to see this is called spin on saying this is not a film breaking apart. This is us moving into something new. So it's all oh, spin at this point. This this fabricated bullshit. And they've even got Raimi. Said Raimi, working on the Spider-Man movies was the experience of a lifetime for me. While we were looking forward to doing a fourth one together, the studio and Marvel have a unique opportunity to take the franchise in a new direction, and I know they will do a terrific job. Holy mackerel, what a, how much money did it take for him to say that shit? You know? How much it doesn't severance take package any money. did he get? It's called being professional. It's no, what you do in Hollywood. Oh, and you don't think there's some he got paid for developing that film, I guarantee you. He signed a contract, he's getting something out of there. Exactly. And so it's but in he, his best he, has, interest. he knows these people. He doesn't want to badmouth Laura Ziskin or Columbia or anything. No. That's not gonna do him any favors. I know. No director talks that bluntly on the record. They just you got to be James Cameron to get away with something like that, or Spielberg, <laughs> yeah. and and you know that's just that's just asking for trouble. No matter what your cloud is in Hollywood, he's a smart man. He doesn't want to burn any bridges. That's understandable. But come on, we all he's know. in a privileged position. You know, I mean, he he has a choice to make. He can either make the film that the studio wants to make. It's their money. It's their investment. Or Sam Raimi could put up his own money and make whatever Spider-Man movie he wants. It's not his money. It's the studio's money. No, absolutely. And when the studio says, we're going to give you $200 million, they do have a say in what they get. We get locked up in this whole thing. It's like with this great artistic freedom, and we want our directors to be like Michael Cimino and just be given everything they want to make whatever <laughs> movie they want. Right. And it's going to work out great every time. And I wish that were the case because we would have a lot of great films because of it. But you're you're in a rarefied territory now of of a major franchise, the biggest one arguably that there is out there that has a potential for unlimited films. Sure. It didn't like Star Wars where the potential was obviously very limited. It stopped at six. And it isn't like Star Trek, where you got to keep reinventing it after every six films. <laughs> right. With, you know, different things. Spider-Man can go to Spider-Man 31, okay? <laughs> right. There's enough stories and villains for this franchise to go on and on and on. It's always going to be a guy in the suit. Right. Yes, you're casting Peter Parker, but at the end of the day, Spider-Man and his whole gallery of villains is going to do films and films and films. And that's why you buy a property like Spider-Man. And the only way that Sony and Columbia is ever going to lose it is if they stop making films. And they're not going to lose their biggest asset. To me, again, I'm thinking of from the perspective of the film goer, of the Spider-Man fan, the superhero fan. who As you should. After that third movie, you should be livid. Right. But the point is, is that it makes sense that... Uh, I, I don't know. It's like I know there's a trusted name in Raimi because I'm glad to see, again, he did, he bolted on it when he realized that they're not going to allow me to go back and make the kind of thing I wanted to. It's out of my hands at this point. It's all by committee. 
And that's great that he saw that. Now they're going to have to find that kind of scab. See, that's the question. You had to bring it up, didn't you? I'm over here throwing out A-list names, and you had to bring up the scabs. It, it is something we have to talk about because the issue is if this is a committee-driven property, which it obviously is, someone as powerful as Sam Raimi, who's made three of the biggest movies of all time, can't get what he wants – then what do they want? They want a scab, maybe that they can tell. You know, they can throw in there and uh, and uh, well, you know, uh, what's his name? I he, know. He proved that he could do an X Men movie, right? Well, let him come in. Come on. It's going to be Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> no, I figured it was going to be. You know, what's his name that can do all the superhero movies, right? The director of Superman Returns. <laughs> Oh, singer? Yeah, let him sign up for another yeah. one. Isn't he busy working on his little Origins movie for X-Men? Yeah. Isn't he going back to the family? I think he signed up to do about five movies right now, five different properties. <laughs> and then we're going to get Singer signs for Spider-Man. That's going to be the next well, maybe, movie. Maybe series. Sam Raimi can pick up one of his spare projects. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, at least Raimi now can go and take care of this World of Warcraft thing that he signed on to. Oh, my God. That's opening up in a whole bag of worms there. At least his plate is cleared. And I liked his drag me to hell, you know. I mean, I really felt like he was in a good place to go back and, and knock one out of the park again in the Spider-Man universe because I certainly think he's capable. But then there's another side of me that just really didn't like Spider-Man 3 on so many levels that were also pure Raimi. Well. Things that he wanted in that movie that I really did not like. It's almost like maybe you should move on. If it's going to be about Uncle Ben again and just throwing all of this more emotional weight on Peter that's so unnecessary. It's the Mary Jane shit. It, that's flat out what it is. And then as soon as they're all saying, well, I'll sign on if Toby and and uh, Kirsten will sign on. It's like, you know, we're all over here going, no, not Kirsten, please. It's like she wore out her welcome. Go back and put on Bring It On, okay? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll take her there instead of that mopey ass. They're ignoring the Mary Jane of the comics. There's a very lively, fantastic character that they could be creating for her to play that right. they're choosing not to. Right. They're choosing to do scenes like the twist. <laughs> when I see the twist... I want to take Spider-Man away from Sam Raimi. Yeah. And I love Sam Raimi's work. I mean, I'll go back and rewatch Quick and the Dead yeah. and some of his other movies. I love for, for Love of the Game. I mean, I think he's a great director, but I don't know. There's just things in Spider-Man 3 that really bug me. Well, he spent many, many years there. And when we heard that he was even going to be on the project, it was a surprise. Like, oh, wow. Well, maybe they'll pull it off. And we have the other hope that maybe he saw what was wrong. He knew what had happened. And that he was going to be dead serious this time and say, no, if you want me, I get to make this film. And the thought was hopefully they'll or maybe let it do was, that. I want another twist sequence. I want another raindrop sequence. <laughs> and the studio's going, no, we don't want those. I don't think so. I think that the studio okay. wanted. Well, didn't you, didn't you read about the stuff that, it, that what they're saying is that it was based on they couldn't agree on who the villains were going to be? So who were they trying to force down his throat that he didn't want to do? And he probably didn't want to do a multiple villain story, which they always want because. Well, I don't know. It's all hearsay at this point. Now, one thing that I heard is the natural one is what about the lizard? We've been setting him up for a couple of films. Right. And I don't know if this is true or not, but they said Raimi didn't want to do the lizard because it didn't conform to his realistic portrayal of the villain. Right. I.E., 
you know, Green Goblin was a real man. He wasn't a transformed goblin. Right. Doc Ock had the arms, but it was still a man. Right. You know, same right. thing for Sandman, even though he had the fantastical aspects. The lizard is a full-on either a prosthetic that has to talk or a CGI creation CGI. or something. Oh, it would have been all CGI. Now, this is a theory, but uh, I always liked the lizard as a kid. He was always one of my favorite villains. Yeah. So uh, he's still available as far as I'm concerned. And if you want to get Dylan Baker to play him, I think that's great. You know, And I think they, they blew an opportunity to set him up even more in the last movie. So I don't know. Now, Vulture has been on Sam Raimi's mind for a long time. He right. wanted to do him in Spider-Man 3. So I had heard John Malkovich was waiting in the wings to do Vulture. Well, even as, even as recently as a few days ago, there was an article where Malkovich was saying, yes, it's probably going to happen. I hope that it comes across soon. So right. hearing this, obviously there were some high-power meetings this weekend and or this past weekend, and they just said, you know, blam, we're, we, well, I we guess have the to Alan Sargent here. script got turned in, and either one one party liked it and one party didn't. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Something happened because that was what everyone was waiting on. Is because he did the final passes on all three Spider-Man movies. Right. He's the husband of Laura Ziskin, the writer of Ordinary People, and and so forth. So right. they were certainly uh, curious to see if that was going to bring everyone together. Um, I don't know. This is all speculation, so I don't. I don't have all the exact facts. Probably more will come out in this in the in the coming weeks, and this show will be you know bankrupt as far as being in time with everything. But that doesn't matter. I think the main thing is is that uh, you're seeing Hollywood at play at this point, and they finally just said enough of this. This is too big of a franchise to keep dawdling along and waiting along. I mean. And and they drew the line. The studio said, that's it. We're going to go a completely uh, new pattern. And they probably knew that when they lost uh, Raimi that they were going to lose McGuire. And uh, and that's probably okay with both of them. They're going to lose a big paycheck, especially McGuire. Yeah, but do you really think people go see Spider-Man movies because of Tobey Maguire or because of Spider-Man? It's a continuity at this point. And they know that they could trust him. They've enjoyed his portrayal in the past. Oh, sure. But I think what Hollywood has realized a long time ago is continuity is great, but eventually the time's going to come. you got to hand off to a new Bond, okay? But what's happened is, is instead of six films, it's three films. Right. Two films, one film, you know? I mean, there's just all that's out, you know? Whereas there used to be a little time between the handoffs and the reboots. Now it's just like... Forget time. Let's let's reboot it right now. You know, yeah. let's get a new Fantastic Four out. Let's get a new Spider-Man out. Let's just start over again. It's a new decade. Yeah, let's That's go. Just that that is amazing to me that when we when we start talking stuff like that, I mean, it happens so. The turnover now is so fast. When they say, okay, we've done this. Let's let's start over again. Let's reboot again. Don't you think they can do it better? Effects are getting better. Well, of course. I mean, the, the possibilities. I mean, you could take a positive spin on it depending on how good the script is that James Vanderbilt wrote. I mean, if it's a knockout two-film two story that you know blows our mind, like Batman Begins and Dark Knight, then I'm say I'm all for it. Right. You know, it's it, all about the level of talent they bring in. Now, let me ask you this. What do you think if Nolan passes on the next Batman? Do you think they're going to just not make Batman films anymore? <laughs> no, of course not. 
I mean, what do you do if you're Warner Brothers and you have that? And that was the number two film of all time. Well, but what did Warner Brothers do? Did they mess around with our director? Did they say, hey, 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 we got to get the penguin in here? No, they said, do what you do because you do that shit good, right? <laughs> they said, blank check, Chris. Exactly. What's the film called again? Inception? What? Okay, don't worry. I'll don't see you worry. at the premiere. Next Batman movie, here's the check. Do what you want. We trust you. <laughs> Same shit. Spider Man made was three of the biggest films in the world, you know, of all time. No problem. It should have been the same thing. But these Sony's people have got to get their little dirty hands in it and not trust this man who's, who has a track record. Yes, three was what it was, but they should have been peachy keen with three. It was the biggest movie of that year. It made truckloads of money. Truckloads. But oh, it's, yeah. But, and sold DVDs, everything. Exactly. So that's the point. But they still, it wasn't good enough. They had to get their dirty little mitts in it. Look what Warner Brothers did. That's all we ask. Find someone who's talented and relinquish power. And if they fail, like, you know, Singer, okay? He came up to bat. They said, okay, Singer, do what you do. He did what he did. Fail, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's I, looking like a really bad mistake now that he left for to, to really finish off what he started to go make his Superman movie that ultimately stalled that series. And now he's coming back to do an X-Men Origins movie. Yeah. First class. I mean, I don't want that movie. I want the X-Men 3 movie I should have got. <laughs> Why don't you make that movie? Yeah, exactly. And just pretend the other one didn't happen. Now, if we could get to that stage, that would be the ultimate <laughs> <laughs> and having balls as a studio to say, we're just going to redo an X-Men 3 and let Brian Singer do his version <laughs> and just put it out. Because you know what? It would still make money. Yeah, but you know it what? It would they still can't open as well as, as Wolverine. You can't, you can't make any more X-Men movies. It's too expensive. You can't do it. You can't pay that cast. I'm just saying if the cast agreed to come back, you right. know, everyone wanted to do it, to do it off right and to, to complete what he had in mind, sure. it would just be one of those great things. And because everything is so fucked up today anyway in reboots and remakes and redos, I just say, why not? Why not just invite all kinds of thinking? Why right. shut any idea out? Let's pretend you know? that it never happened. The, the never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back and fix a bunch of movies. I want Lucas to go back and put those Wookiees in Return of the Jedi and re-release the <laughs> film again. You know, I want James Cameron to go back and put 45 minutes into Avatar and re-release it in 3D in theaters. Yeah, hell yeah. Call it the special edition with an intermission. Hey, that may happen. I mean, Hold on, you, you never know. That could happen. I'm just saying is is I no really... more rules. Just yeah, you know, make it happen. Make it so. There you go. Now you're talking Trek. <laughs> well, look, uh, again, I, 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 good thing, bad thing. There's two ways to look at this coin. I can only look at it from mine, which is either way you cut it, I, I hope for a great film uh, for the next Spider-Man incarnation. It won't obviously be called Spider-Man 4 at this point. Yeah, wh what did they do? Do you, you call it Spider-Man and you got to give it a name now? Of course. They're off the numbers? Uh, they're off the numbers. Numbers are finished. Okay. It was going to be a four, though. It's going to be Spider-Man colon, you know, Dark Beginnings or I don't know what the hell. Origin of the Arachnid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, you know, Web of Shadows, which is a video game. Who's going to direct it? Give me the list. Hit me hard. I mean, let's get it over with. Gore Verbinski. Ooh. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Yeah? 
All right. Who? I'm just saying you're right. I mean, I would have to put them on the list of someone who's going to take saying, the meeting. I'm not saying who's right. I'm saying who would they offer it to? Yeah, I would think a lot of directors would come out of the woodwork to try and get that assignment. Sure. Because it's it's instant security. If you if you're looking in the long run, if you're a filmmaker, the I mean, studio really, would trust Gore Verbinski because he's got a trilogy under his belt of massive films that made a massive profit. Okay. Um, would mm-hmm. he be the best for it? I don't know. He makes popcorn movies. I mean, if, that, if they want this to be a popcorn movie. It just depends on the movie that you want. Right. Do you want that dark, rated R, hard-edged Spider-Man movie? He ain't going to make no, it. No, he's not going to make it. He's going to make what we've seen before. He's going to make the exact same thing. He'll continue the Raimi style, Exactly. I think, exactly. He of, would. Of Spider-Man That's movies. the deal. It depends yeah. on what you want. You know, do they have the testicles to offer it to Christopher uh, Nolan? You know, to just walk up and say, we know you're doing this, but you want to do Spider-Man as well? You know, <laughs> I know Christopher Nolan would never take that bait, uh, but uh, it wouldn't shock me that, that they wouldn't go there, you know. What um, about James Cameron? Yeah, not going to happen. Why not? He wanted to do it at one time. You know Here why? it is, James. Because if they, walk in, if they walk in there and say, hello, James, sit down. Welcome. We've got some donuts. We just want to go over the script with you and tell you where we're at. He'd be like, shut up. Set that script on fire. <laughs> why not? I mean, it'd be, it, it, it'd be a good idea for Cameron Listen, just to direct somebody's script no, real quick. No, never. Throw a film in. He's see what kind of chops he's got. Someone going to tell <laughs> He is the... He could he could do a movie called Shitting on a Toilet, and it, you know what I'm they would they would say yes sir, yes sir, you know what I mean. He doesn't go to a studio and they sit him down and tell him what's going to happen. He gathers the studios and say this is what's going to happen. <laughs> but don't you think he'd make a great Spider-Man? Of movie? course, that would be the dream. If we heard that, we would we would pass out. We would be like, oh, <laughs> and we would pass out. That'd be the only news that would probably trump Mel Gibson and Mad Max 4. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the news of the freaking decade for comic fans, okay? That would be brilliant, fantastic. Could he make? Could he do it? Of course he could do it, but he's going to make his movie. Bear no bones. Mr. James Vanderbilt, oh, bye-bye. You know, here's a parting gift for you, the Spider-Man home game. Unless it's just I'm counting on I'm giving a – Big benefit of the doubt. But let's just say both scripts are really good, like ready-made. Right. Like you don't need to come in with your ideas because the adaptation that these That's scripts are want. are it's really dir- good. It's director for hire, man. Then James Cameron doesn't do that. Thank God he's one of the only ones left that still works that way. No, I agree. So, yeah, I mean that's where I think, you know, I'm trying to think of who else. but No, it's I not James Cameron. I mean the backlash on someone like Ratner, they'll feel the ripples. I don't think they'll go there. No, they would, never, they would never do that. They would be fools. It's going to be a Louis Latier. It's going to be something in that kind of ballpark. Where can we plug him in? He can handle action. It's going to be that kind of a B-level, decent director that can make a decent film. But no, they're not going to pull any anything here that you know is going to shock anybody. No A-lister is going to come out no. as shadows and say. No. It's not going to be Michael Mann has a dream of making a Spider-Man <laughs> movie and now he gets his shot. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he's not going to happen. Exactly. No. Uh, It's going to be that kind of deal, I would imagine. You know, a young guy who they can plug in, uh, who's got a decent track record of strong action films. 
who knows? It's it's going to be interesting to see where they go. And um, it's it, it, this is all fascinating to me that even at this point where they don't know what the hell because this is this has to happen fast at this point. We're going to be hearing about this soon. The offers are going to be going out. They're already sitting around the table. They'll have a director within three months by May. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they'll they'll go straight into pre-production. If it's not coming out until 2012, they don't really have to start shooting until late fall or even early next year. But this is tentpole. This is a movie that's got to be basically made before it's even shot. It's the effects. That's the thing is they need to start storyboarding and start the effects work on the major action sequences. Those are what's going to take two years. And that's what they're worried about is is they haven't previsited all those out. What they could do is, is treat it like a James Bond movie, hire a second unit director just to come in and design all the action scenes in the script. Previs them all out and just hand them out to Weta or whoever you're going to hire and say, start working on them. Yeah. You know, make them photorealistic and, you know, make them good. (laughs) A lot of it, uh, because that's going to be a bulk of work. This article already said that they were already working on preliminary special effects. So sure. So yeah. there you I mean, go. that's what's happened with Spider-Man 2. As soon as Spider-Man 1 was finished, they started working on the action sequences that were going to go in Spider-Man 2. Sure, yeah. sure. Even working the script around it. Same thing in 3. It's just the time it takes for those photorealistic effects, as we know, not everyone has Avatar time. Not everyone can do the four years of working on something or whatever. Right. So, or three years or two. You know, usually it's like, man... I got to have that effect in six months right. or less. In, in the end, when I look at this, had I heard that they decided they were going to go a different way, I think that would have been fine. What I didn't need to know was the information about reboot. I didn't need to know the reboot information. I didn't need to know we were going back to high school. So yeah. even though I'm okay with Raimi and McGuire parting ways because I think that you know the last film proved that maybe it's 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 a little stale. When they said that, that's when I was down on this. And I'm just like, oh, really? It's like, it's like you know, we're going younger in Star Trek. We're going younger in everything. And it's like, do we have to go so young? You had said earlier, you know, we want to see Spider-Man at some point, you know? How about directed by Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> yeah. And what would, per- what would make <laughs> him want to do that? And they would n- never do that with him. Oh, look, Spider-Man's got a four-page dialogue scene. Yeah. <laughs> what about Tony Scott? Never happened. <laughs> they want to streamline. Man, you can't control Tony Scott. <laughs> He's a force of nature. You just get, you know, you hope you can, you know, he picks what he wants to do and then he does it. You know, someone makes it. Right. Suggest- How about Kevin Reynolds? Yes, but he's in prison, so <laughs> they'll never call him. He's in movie jail, you know. Who knows uh, when he's going to get out? Yeah, we love him, but no. I'm telling you, mark that name on your calendars, Louis Leterrier. Isn't he doing a? Uh, he's he's busy though. I mean, yeah, that's true. It's, it's going to take somebody, and it's going to take somebody that's going to want to commit to probably more than one movie, probably two movies. Right. Okay. Well, then pencil in Leterrier, unless he's busy, pencil in Verbinski, who's now – I think that's good. He's now out of uh, the running for Bioshock. He jumped ship on that. So he he's does, not doing Pirates 4, right? No, I don't think so. I heard Rob Marshall was doing that. Oh, great. Yeah, well. So we're going to have dance sequences? 
Um, <laughs> I'm perplexed, man. I don't know who it's going to be. It's going to be uh, a real surprise. I know they're going to be sitting at the table beating their heads. And that's what we always say is that we could kind of cast a director into a film. But I think at this point, uh, I'm I'm dumbfounded, you know, other than someone who they can just plug in. You know, does Pierre Morel want to go into this? You know, I mean, I, we know he can do badass hand-to-hand, you know, ruffians. He's, he's going to be busy with Dune. Yeah, that's right. Nobody knew Spider-Man was going to open up like this. Right. Or maybe people did. But a lot of things could happen. I mean, a director could say, look, I want to do it. You know, and sure. they might try to go audition for it and, and try and get that gig. Oh, well, it, because it, wait, it, wait, it comes wait, with. Wait, wait, If there's an audition, there's only one man for the job who's going to go audition. Oh, yeah. Hi, hi. I just had another franchise and I worked really hard and it kind of failed and they had to sell it off. But, uh, you know, I had hoped it. And if you trust me, just trust me this one time. I got a great idea for Spider Man. <laughs> and he's what, comfortable at Columbia? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because of the Charlie's Angels? <laughs> make him make a G. Man. Columbia announces Mick G is Spider-Man 4 director. Woo-woo. Yeah, that'll go over real well. With Christian Bale as Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Christian Bale, Spider-Man, and Batman. <laughs> oh, great. Oh. No, you know who Spider-Man's going to be. Say Worthington. I was going to say Zac Efron. But okay. <laughs> oh, God. No, Sam Worthington's too old to be at high school. Zac Efron? Well, isn't he high school age? I have no idea. Don't just don't care. It, it needs to be an unknown. Don't pay an actor to be Spider-Man. Come on. Yeah. I mean, Toby wasn't an unknown to me. I knew his work from Ice Storm and, and other things. But uh, It's going to be the werewolf kid know. from from New Moon. <laughs> Oh, God. He's all no. popular right now. Right. I don't know. So, you know, I think, you know, just go with unknowns for everybody. You know, I think the, the property will bring the audience. And if you make a good film, people will tell people to go see it. They'll probably have to make it in 3D. Oh, absolutely. Just to cash in Are you kidding and me? all that. So Plan on that. That's probably going to be a factor. Sure. Every, so, because of Avatar, like we've said, and this is a whole other show, because of Avatar, expect it to be a full throttle attack. Oh, they got to find a way to kill kill this business before it ever gets started, right? <laughs> exactly. They're going to find out real quick, real quick, that just because Star Wars comes out and does $100 million, doesn't mean Godfather will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, man. I am perplexed. Uh, I'm down about the reboot, but I'm hopeful because the slate is clean and that could mean anything. It could mean a great couple of Spider-Man movies. I want to be hopeful that some writers out there can really take this series and go with it. Um, I thought, you know, Raimi and company for a couple of films did a good job and they were building upon it and completely dropped the ball with the third movie. Enough, of course, like we said, for me to just go, well, maybe we need to bring in another team uh-huh. to consider taking it forward. Yeah. So here it is. It's all going to be about the director. Um, Peter Jackson, he could use a a movie right now, right? Oh. <laughs> you think Peter Jackson would direct Spider-Man? <laughs> He'd make a great one. Not going to happen. I mean, if he had a script ready to go, 
Isn't just said, you know what? I just I just want to <laughs> test out my chops. I'm going to be like Spielberg on Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm just going to come in and be director for hire. Yeah. Not going to happen. <laughs> He's a mogul, <laughs> man. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, he could do anything. He's not going to do the old broken down Spider-Man reboot. I'm telling we you. We need someone with chops behind the camera for one of these movies. You're not going to get it. I mean, who is it? I don't know. Martin Campbell is doing Green Lantern. You know who it's going to be? It's going to be the guy who does Fast and the Furious movies now. That young guy. Oh, that guy, Justin Lin. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Justin Lin is signed on to do the new Spider-Man films. It's he's young. They he would do whatever the hell they said. We want to see Spider-Man in a bra and panties. Done. <laughs> you know. Uh... So, who knows, man? I have no well, clue. Isn't there some new hot young music video director out there that can get? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> you know? The guy who does all the Beyonce videos, I guess you could bring him in, right? He's a good music video director. I'm forgetting his name. But, uh, yeah, you never know. I mean, why not? Look for the next David Fincher, maybe. The music video is a, is a difficult playground to find him anymore to find those uh, directors anymore because they just don't make them very often. You know, it's not as a high priority. So, Don't know, man. In the lost. What do, you, what do you guys think? You can write and tell us on, uh, on the forums. But uh, as far as we go now, I, I have no idea. So, Yeah, it's so tough because, you know, if they're smart, they'll go the Nolan route. If they're not, it'll just be scab for hire. Yeah, I, I, that's what it smells like to me now, the way that they treated Raimi, is they want someone they can bully. They want someone they can just inject and say, go to work. And they can, he can say, yes, yeah. sir, this, thank you for the opportunity. Right. You know, not some guy who's going to push him around and say, I want a rewrite, complete rewrite. That's not what they're looking mm -hmm. for. They want someone they can plug in. Thank you. Welcome, Mr. Ratner. <laughs> You're listening to the Hollywood Saloon.